Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, real quick. This episode is brought to you by Progressive where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram, and this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 336. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Does. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me, as always. And today I want to talk about a topic I think we could all relate to in some form, and that's the idea of moving on, letting go and moving on. And I think the obvious context for this subject, of course, uh, is breakups, romantic breakups, but I don't think it's exclusive there, of course. I think it's moving on from from anything, from something that was once great, that was once perfect, was that was once everything you wanted and what you deserved, but then by some turn of events, it turned into anything but that, and so you need to move on. Could be a friendship ending, could be leaving a toxic work environment, could be something with your family even. Basically anything that ended and you need to pull it together and move on. How do you move on? How do you move on when everything in your being wants you to hold on to the memories, hold on to the sense of of worth you had, the compatibility you had, the excitement you had? How do you move on when on the other side of those things are the negative assumptions we tend to make that that we blew it that we'll never find that again that maybe we should have done something different said something different handled it in a different way how do we move on when we're still clinging to some element of the past that's what i want to talk about today Um, i want to wrestle with this topic because i think I think about my life, certainly, and then I think about all the DMs and all my conversations with you all, and I'd say a good majority of our conversations come down to this idea in some way, needing to move on, fear of moving on, reluctance to move on, inability to move on, struggling to move on, but needing to do that so you can enter the next chapter of your life. 
needing to do that so you could finally meet that person or that circumstance that honors your growth that you've worked so hard for moving on so you can finally stop overthinking that person or that situation or something about your past. And I think a lot of the frustrations and challenges we face in our lives, certainly in dating, but broader, of course, they come down to our ability or inability to move on. And I've done several episodes on the specific topic of breakups, right? I've talked about how I think you should handle breakups. I've I've given practical ideas about you know, what a breakup means in the long run, and that while it hurts, it's something that is honoring what you deserve, and I've done all that. But I figured for this episode, I would simplify this a bit, because there are so many ways to handle a breakup. There's so many topics to address with it that sometimes in our own lives, when we're trying to figure out what to do next, we can be quite paralyzed. What do I do? Do I forgive myself? Do I forgive them? Do I dive into being single? Do I dive into a new hobby? Do I start a business? Uh, Do I burn our pictures together and delete their number and go cold turkey? Do I need to have one more conversation with them? Do we create closure together? What do I do? And I've actually, I've tackled most of those before, but I want to talk about this with two ideas in mind that I think will really Uh, help you pragmatically move on. And the first idea here is similar to the idea to the saying that there are plenty of fish in the sea. (laughs) It's similar to it, but not. Um, I really don't like that statement in general um, as a response to a breakup. It's, It's not very helpful, really says nothing. But I do think there's a partial truth to it when it comes to how we perceive our former partner our former circumstance. So that's going to be my first point. And then my second point is about what is a breakup? Uh, And the headline here is going to be that a breakup says nothing about your worth and everything about compatibility and more on that in a minute. But let's start with the first point. Uh, And it's this, have you ever heard this saying, Oh, uh, you two broke up. That's so, I'm so sorry, but that's okay because there's plenty of fish in the sea. Um, Maybe you've heard this. We've all heard it in, in, in some way, right? But I think that beyond that, it's kind of annoying advice and like very impersonal and not very helpful. Um, There is something to that point, specifically as it relates to our memories, our memories of the thing that ended, whatever it was. I think one of the biggest reasons I found in my own life that it's hard to move on following something, whatever that is, again, it could be a breakup, could be a friendship, could be a job, something that was great that then devolved into something that wasn't so great. One of the biggest reasons that we struggle to move on from that thing is because of our memories, is because of the tendency we have to look back at those memories and then assume certain things. Namely, that when something has ended, our memories like to guilt us. They like to be like, hey, do you remember, man, do you remember the moment when you first met that person? It was magical. And you remember that second date, how kind they were, how funny they were. Remember how you, you were like, wow, finally, I found someone who understands me someone who gets me. They actually get me. They understand my aspirations. They understand my quirks. Oh my gosh, they actually get my sense of humor. This is amazing. Your memory likes to to poke and prod you. And then you're like, man, oh, you remember how you were in like such a dark place. And then that person came along and they saved you and you were so grateful for them. And you can see your entire future ahead of you. And your memory continues to do this and it kicks into overdrive, replaying and replaying all the memories you had with that person or that circumstance. And it can get really (laughs) quite brutal, right? Because no matter 
how how something ended, there will always be great memories associated with them, the early memories. And focusing on those, your memory (laughs) reminding you of those, it can lead to a dangerous place where if you don't have the control and the framing, it can really hold you back from moving on. Because you, you get to this territory where you're like, oh man, that memory, I don't think I'll ever find that again. I don't think I'll ever find someone who gets me like that. I'll never find someone. I'll never create moments like that again. And with that assumption, by looking back, you start to really warp your sense of your current reality. We think that something can't happen twice. We think that there will never be another person like that. We'll never experience that feeling again. We'll never find that compatibility again. Maybe that sounds familiar to you. Looking back without a strong sense of self-control can really set you off the rails because you replay those things, you remember the great memories, the amazing memories, and you start to assume that that person was the only person who was capable of making you feel those things. That was the closest you ever got to full compatibility, and then you lost it. But, and I've done a couple episodes on this idea of being able to look back and appreciate what you had without needing to go back to it. And I think that's always helpful, but I think there's also a practical conclusion to take away when this is the case, when your memories are holding you back. And it relates to the, there are plenty of fish in the sea comment. And it's a simple realization about people. (laughs) It's a simple realization about humans, namely that your potential for compatibility doesn't decrease over time. It doesn't run out as you get older. If anything, it increases as you get older, as you go through more breakups, because you know more and more and more what you need and what you deserve. And if you can affirm that, that your worth, that your potential doesn't decrease with age or with a breakup, you'll realize that it's okay to look back and appreciate what you had with someone. But it doesn't mean you can't find that again with someone else in a better way, in a longer lasting way, in a more compassionate way. Like in the most non-cliche self-help way possible, what I'm saying is that there are plenty of fish in the sea. (laughs) That as much as what that person brought to the table, as much as that, that fact that that person was probably great, had a lot of great qualities to them, you can find that again. And that's not like a defense mechanism to protect yourself right? Because you can really sit there and really beat yourself up and say, I miss that person because they were the only one who understood me. They were so interesting. They had such a clever sense of humor. They were the only creative person I've ever known in my life. They had a beautiful smile. They were this, they were that, they were in a band, whatever. And you could turn to your memories to support that notion. And of course, you should never invalidate your memories. But the reality of life is that moving on requires that you affirm that you can find those qualities again. And the plenty of fish comment affirms that that is real. Practically, it's very true. You can find those things again. And not just like copy and paste them into another person, another human off the assembly line, but you can find those qualities in a more redeeming version, a more compatible version. That's a version that is 100% compatible with you and what you've learned and the ways you've grown. What happened in the past is you found someone who was close. You were so close to being that perfect compatibility, but it just wasn't there. It fell short in a small way. And what I'm saying here is like, I'm not saying to be like, oh, you know, that that person that I had, uh, they weren't interesting. They weren't cute. They weren't all that. Screw them. Like, 
I never advocate for someone to turn to like hating their ex and villainizing their ex in order to move on. I don't think that's healthy. I think you could absolutely look back and appreciate them, appreciate the memories together. But what I'm getting at is that you shouldn't allow your memory to trick you into assuming that you'll never find those qualities again. To trick you to think that that was the only person who had the qualities you want. That was the only person who had the potential to love you and understand you. That's the takeaway. There are plenty of fish. Practically, as tough as it might be to believe, there are plenty of interesting, kind, compassionate, funny musicians with great smiles out there, whatever it is. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And, you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. It is true. And I think we all come to realize this at a certain point, but in the meantime, we need to free ourselves from guilt, free ourselves from assuming that we blew it, that we'll never be able to find that again because we once had it, but now we don't. But the reality is we can appreciate the memories we had without letting them hold us back, literally in what we do, but also mentally with an assumption like you're not worthy of finding them again. You can't find them again. That was the only person, the only circumstance who had them. And I think this framing is what you need to move on, that you can find them again. You don't have to say there's plenty of fish in the sea because I don't like that, but it's a similar vibe. And this leads to my second point. I've said the word compatibility here a couple times. Here's the question. What does a breakup mean? or a friendship ending, or your dream job, you know, coming to a close. 
let's let's just call those all those things breakups, right? Because they are breakup in a way. So what does a breakup mean? Does something ending mean you aren't worthy of having it? Or does something ending simply mean you weren't quite compatible with it? That is the question. That is the ultimate question. And the framing you choose here is what will either set you back or free you to move on. Think about that. Does something ending mean you aren't worthy of having it? Or does something ending simply mean you weren't quite compatible? I think, personally, we all need to get very real with ourselves. We need to splash some water on our face, stand up, feel the wind in our hair, and affirm that a breakup is not a reflection of worth. It's a reflection of incompatibility. That is it. It's tough to believe in the moment, for sure. I have been there, absolutely. But a breakup truly has nothing to do with what you deserve, your worth, what you bring to the table. It doesn't. But it has everything to do with incompatibility. And sometimes we blur those lines and we forget that fact. We think that because ultimately something prevented us from being fully compatible, that it was because we lacked something or because something inherent in our worth. But the reality is you simply were not as compatible with that person as you wanted to be. And if that's your conclusion, well, it's much more redeeming than the alternative, right? It's much more redeeming than saying, you're never going to find that again. You'll never find someone who understands you again. You had one shot, you blew it, you're not worthy of finding it again. But this alternative is is much more redeeming, of course. It's simply an acknowledgement that you weren't as compatible as you wanted. You wanted to, don't, don't get me wrong, you wanted to be compatible, but you weren't. Like, it's not to downplay the emotional element of a breakup, not at all. But for analogy's sake, you know I love a good analogy. It's like you're shopping for an article of clothing and you're at the store and you see a really cool outfit <laughs> on the rack and you're like, oh my gosh, cute, this looks great. And you're, you're, you're going through this notion. You're like, oh my gosh, this looks so cute to me. I'm going to wear it here. It's going to be great, fantastic. But then you get to the dressing room and you're going to try it on. And despite how much you wanted to wear it, <laughs> despite how much you thought you would look great, despite how much you could picture yourself wearing it out and about on town, snapping necks, everyone's loving it, you try it on and it doesn't look good on you. In fact, it looks really, really bad. <laughs> it looks bad. And so even though you're disappointed, you don't take it to heart. You don't think I'm not good enough for this article of clothing. No, you just say, ah, I guess we're not compatible. It doesn't look good on me. We're not compatible. And so then you're back to looking for something that is compatible. Maybe something that looks similar because you really like it. You're so close, but ultimately it wasn't compatible. That's the analogy. Maybe it's a stretch, but that's what I want to get across in this episode in two pieces. The first is that your memory wants you to think you'll never find someone like that again. And it wants to convince you that a breakup is about your worth, but it's all about compatibility. It's all about incompatibility and that's it. And I think when you combine that realization with the self-control you have to be able to look back and appreciate memories without feeling the need to go back to them and without thinking that your potential or your worth has decreased as a result of that chapter ending, that is how you move on. That is how you move on. The person you are today is just as worthy as the person you remember, if not even more worthy. Time, experience, breakups, hardships, it increases your worth. I say that all the time. You are just deserving today as you were then. And you can and you will find those things that you once loved in someone again. 
you can find them again in a more redeeming, longer lasting, more compassionate, and most important, more compatible package. And I think you set yourself free when you realize that. When you reframe a breakup, anything ending, as a sign of increased worth. As a sign of, hey, that was just incompatible. We were incompatible. And that's it. And think about in life in general, outside of like very serious context, jobs, friendships, relationships. Think about your life and what you do when you come across something that you're like, oh, I guess this is, we're not compatible together. It could be shopping. It could be uh, a dietary thing. Who knows? What do you do? Well, in general, you don't call it quits. You don't give up. You just see incompatibility as a sign that you were close to what you wanted. You were close to finding that outfit you wanted. You were close to finding that food or whatever it is, but you weren't quite there. But you don't quit. You move on to find that missing piece of compatibility. And that's just kind of my point with this episode because you can find it again. And I think in the, the topic of breakups, it's the, the, the biggest self-help topic in the world, right? Like you can go in all kinds of directions when it comes to this topic that you shouldn't want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with you. You deserve someone who chooses you, who wouldn't give up and so on. And I've done all those episodes. So if you want to listen to those, you can go back. But for this, I think it's as simple as a breakup is not about worth. It's about compatibility. And despite how close you were to finding that perfect compatibility, then you were so close. You're very close. You were very invested in that. And you have many great memories that remind you of that fact. The reality is you can find it again in a better, more compatible, more unforced package that is meant to be. And that is something you deserve. And you've learned a lot about yourself through this process, of course, through the breakup, through whatever it is that ended. And you're using that to find that missing piece of compatibility. But ultimately, the breakup says nothing about your worth. That experience ending says nothing about what you bring to the table. Nothing about those things and everything about compatibility. And that's it. And I think when that is the conclusion you focus on, you empower yourself to actually move on. Because you're not hung up on the memories of what was. You're not hung up on an assumption that says you'll never find that again. No, nah, it's no longer that. Instead, you're excited to know that you had something previously. You had something that was close to being great. And you can appreciate that. You could appreciate the memories associated with it. But now you free yourself to move on, to move on and find the missing piece of it, the missing piece of that compatibility. So that's it. Just something to think about. Hope it gives you a bit of energy, helps you move on or a friend. If this was helpful, I'd love if you'd share it with them. Also, don't forget to check out newmindsetwhodis.com. Pick up a journal. I think journaling can be very helpful when it comes to looking back, appreciating your past and your memories, but empowering yourself to move on. So that is it, though. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out.
It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.